happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quickie. Another day, and it's another day chock full of hockey. Let's go, baby. I'm Trevor Beggs. You're listening to The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network. Speaking of that network, you get four shows. You've heard it before. But if you haven't done so already, go subscribe and get that grade A top-notch quality content that's going to massage your earbuds and make your brain feel good. Okay, that's the tagline right there. Nick Bondi just dropped an episode of Power of the Towel today with Eddie Lack on the program. Eddie Lack's always a must listen. The dude, he'll make you feel good. If you're feeling stressed today, go listen to some Eddie Lack. Kyle Bowen sipping on a 40. He had a couple great episodes recently uh, with Sean Warren of the Area 51 podcast. And he also had another episode featuring four writers from Nux Misconduct. Get to know our damn team. You also get silky and filthy with Kyle and I. And of course, this, the quickie. Okay. Now, this is a tricky time to release a daily podcast because, again, we had some great games yesterday, six games in total, another six games today. Life's moving fast, a little too fast in this new world of crazy August hockey content that we got going on. But I will say this, and it's probably the number one thing that I've learned and that most NHL fans should have learned based on these early games. And that is the fact that anyone could win any of these series. Yes, we're even talking about the Chicago Blackhawks and the Montreal Canadiens. Those two teams pulled off some great wins in their first two games. Obviously, Chicago with a more dominant win, but Montreal finding a way to grind things out. Carey Price doing his thing, looking like a bit more like 2015 Carey Price than 2020 Carey Price. And I think that lesson is important to remember as we get into these series and into these games, you know, a lot more series today, including Arizona, Nashville, Florida, the Islanders, Toronto, Columbus, Vancouver, Minnesota, going to their second game, a big second game swing game for a lot of those series. And again, for Canucks fans, especially it's important to remember anyone can win these series. The Canucks still have a good goddamn chance of being the Minnesota Wild. But again, a lot of that changes if they lose game two tonight. And the same goes for a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, the Canucks collapsing against Minnesota would be one thing. The Leafs collapsing against the Blue Jackets would be another thing entirely. I think there's certainly more pressure on the Leafs after three straight first round exits for them to finally do something in the playoffs. But if they lose to Columbus, they technically won't even make the playoffs. It's funny looking at the Leafs and Canucks because they're really facing similar problems right now when you look at it. You have two teams in the Leafs and Canucks who have the uh, offensive firepower. They have the young guys who are going to get their chances. But they failed to do the job in Game 1, both teams being shut out. Columbus and Minnesota, on the other hand, two teams who have not endured a lot of success throughout their 20 years in the league. Two teams who probably should be near the top of the rankings for teams that deserve Alexis Lafreniere, that need that franchise-changing player. But two teams that so far look like the better teams early on in their series. 
Now, I'm curious to see what games two bring today. By the time you're listening to this, you know, these game twos might be in the books. But make sure you keep an eye on it. Go look back. Can the Leafs and the Canucks find some offense to bring them over the top? Or will defensive structure continue to hold up for Columbus and Minnesota? That's one thing I was wrong coming into these playoffs. I thought that perhaps teams that play with a tight structure might get burned early on because they haven't played in so long. But in fact, it's the other way around. The offensive superstars seem to need a bit more time to find their hands early on. Whereas teams playing with that structure, they just step back into it, do their thing, while the offensive stars try to shake their rust off. But just remember this. Columbus, Minnesota, even throw the Islanders into the mix with their defensive performance in the win against Florida in Game 1, the defensive team seemed to be prevailing early on. Will that keep up? I don't know about that because, hey, anybody could win. That's the Stanley Cup playoffs, baby. Or the play-ins, I should say. Enjoy the hockey today. Thanks again for listening to The Quickie. And once again, go check out that network. Some great shows on the Nux Misconduct Network this week. Go search Nux Misconduct wherever you get your podcasts.